in many ways, the NBA draft can really get started at that number two selection. When you have a clear generational talent in Victor Wimbiana that's going to go number one with no questions, the draft starts at number two when the Charlotte Hornets have to make a decision between Scoot Anderson and Brenda Miller. And both prospects offer positives and negatives for the team and what their current roster construction is. We're going to talk about that, plus what the Hornets do at that number 27 pick, which may be determined by who they get at number two. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. Welcome to the number one place for your daily basketball news and analysis, NBA Central. What's going on, NBA fans? Welcome to another episode of NBA Central. I'm the host here, Hayes, holding it down for C-Dub, Bobby, Big Kev, Steve-O, the team that really runs this channel. But we started yesterday our draft profiles, and we're going team by team and their picks, right? And we're going to go continue today with the Charlotte Hornets. And the Charlotte Hornets have a big decision to make. And like I said, kind of in the opening, in a lot of ways, the NBA draft really gets started at this number two selection because this is the first question in the NBA draft. And it's a question that the Hornets have to ask and, and look at, at, do they want to add a player in Brandon Miller that can seamlessly slide into what they already have going on or make a considerable change potentially to the way that they fundamentally have operated so far with drafting Scoot Henderson, who also plays the, the position of their best player, LaMelo Ball, who's had some, some health concerns, right? And so when you look at, we'll start off with Scoot Henderson. When you look at the potential fit with him and LaMelo Ball, there's a fit there. I think that you can make it work. I think we've seen Two ball-dominant guard lineups kind of become the thing now in the NBA, but you have to seamlessly fit together. And I do think with Scoot Henderson's current skill set and the fact that LaMelo Ball is a solid shooter, you can talk yourself into the world in which they can fit together. And so to start off with the, with the positives and negatives of Scoot Henderson as a player, right? You look at what Scoot Henderson is bringing. Elite athleticism out the gate, period. No questions about that. Scoot Henderson comes in and immediately becomes one of the best overall athletes in the NBA. When you, when you look at the comps that he's drawing to Derrick Rose and John Morant, this is one of the first times where those comps aren't off bases too much. You have a 6'2 guard, 190 pounds, who's going to add some to his frame, but already has an NBA-made ready body on top of that. But he has a 6'9 wingspan. So right there, with the, with the focus and athleticism that he plays with, you could, he can also shape up to be a damn good defender at that guard position, guarding other athletic point guards. But then you look at the, the offensive skill set, right? Somebody who uses their speed, agility, ball control, and explosiveness to get to the teeth of the defense and make them pay if you yell them get to the rim. He can take almost anybody off the dribble. And if you switch a bigger player on him, you better be prepared because he's going to drop it on your head. Scoot Henderson brings in that just, just overall just it factor. That's what Scoot Henderson's biggest asset is on top of that athleticism. And he's also an active defender that actually puts pressure at the point of attack. And you know, if you're an NBA fan, what point of attack defense means to teams. And, and Scoot Henderson is prepared and ready to bring that up right away, right? Get, get, gets to the lane, absorbs contact well, finishes at the rim, over through defenders anyway. And you talk about highlight real dunks, be prepared for Scoot Henderson to bring that on the regular. It's so difficult to stay in front of a player like Scoot Henderson with the skill set, size, and length that he has that he is going to be able to use that immediately coming into the NBA and, and make defenses pay. That's, that's it. That's what you're getting in Scoot Henderson. Yes, the three-point shooting is probably the biggest concern for him, a 27% three-point shooter over his career thus far, but it seems like he's still comfortable taking those wide-open three-point shots, but it's just the frequency of when he's going to hit him. But when you look at the mechanics and things of him, you can see him turning into a decent three-point shooter. I don't know if he ever turns into a, a knockout three-point shooter, but 
He has the at least fundamentals that you can bet you can bet on. He doesn't necessarily shoot the best off the dribble either. When you look at him taking set shots versus off the dribble shots, they dr- he takes set shots 42%. He hits that in. When that drops by almost 5% when he's taking those same shots from the same spot off the dribble, though. So there's that concern with him, but with the way that his mentality is, how hard he works, he'll probably be able to fix that, turn that more into a positive with him as well. Just, you know, but again, if you're adding him to this team with LaMelo Ball being there, maybe he doesn't have to take as much off the dribble as well. So be on the lookout for that. Um, he knows how to operate within space. That's the thing. And if you give him too much space, he's taking you off the dribble. Now, there's also some issues right now with sometimes when he's pressured by other athletic defenders. But at the end of the day, he's made already tremendous progress defensively. And like I said before, I do think defensively he has the tools that he's going to be able to turn into at least a solid defender. Maybe not ever a lockdown defender, but a solid defender. And there could talk yourself into that. Um, as well as like when players penet- get, get penetration on him, um, he, he's not the best at that type of thing. He lacks some of those fundamentals. But again, that's really looking for some, some negatives in Scoot Henderson. The biggest question is when it comes to Scoot Henderson with the Charlotte Hornets, are they willing to draft a player that plays the same position as LaMelo Ball? and really make that adjustment to their overall roster. You, at that point, would move LaMelo Ball probably to the two, and then what do you do there? But we, like I said before, we've seen two-guard lineups really become a thing in the modern-day NBA, so there's enough there to where you can say, hey, the Hornets could be able and should be able to talk themselves into drafting Scoot and getting one of the better players in this draft. Some people even have him as a player that could be right up there with anybody else, and especially when you look at Scoot Henderson, did not hesitate to attack Victor Wimbiana at all. Scoot does not back down. He brings the mentality. That's a winning mentality, a, a, a play style that is more modern, and he just he's just a player that you can absolutely see being the cornerstone of a franchise and really being a culture builder. And so with the uh, Charlotte Hornets potentially selling, Michael Jordan potentially selling that team, you could look at they may want to move off some of their bigger contracts as they move forward. That's a, that's a video and a story for another day. But as far as the prospect of Scoot Henderson, He's an amazing talent, and I don't think that the Hornets could go wrong in drafting him, but they would have to make some changes to their overall play style, I think, as well. Now, the next player that they could draft at number two is Brandon Miller. And while some people don't necessarily see it for Brandon Miller as far as being number two, which I can understand and disagree with at the same time, Brandon Miller, when you look at some of his comps, Paul George is a really good comp for him, a 6'9", 200-pound forward that, as far as scoring-wise, brings every bit of the scoring that you want, period. Now, his three-point shot can get a little work, right? But when you look at it, uh, he, 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 he is going to be able to come in, hit the shot, whether he's spotting up, going through screens, kind of off the dribble with some concerns there. But he's a player that is going to be able to shoot over any other wings if you play him at that wing position. And the, and the fit there with Charlotte would be simply he can slide right into what you already have going on. Ka- Kelly Oubre, Gordon Hayward may be on their way out. You, you scoot in, you, you slide in. Brandon Miller into that number three, possibly. Maybe if you want to go small ball four and that match and that that chemistry he can have with Mark Williams as far as being more of a stretch, whereas Mark Williams is kind of the modern day big man. Um, I, I like the potential of that. You, you look at just Brandon Miller, it's just going to be able to come in and score day one. Now, there is some concerns of what his overall size and how he needs to add to that frame. And if the more athletic defenders in the NBA are going to be able to get in his head. But this is a big who can handle the ball, uh, who can pass, right? Who can dribble. Uh, he has handles that are going to make him a threat. He's going to be able to take players off the dribble almost day one, right? A modern day four that you're bringing in that can slide in and and bring a and make a versatile offense 
with your best player in LaMelo Ball already, and I like the fit that Brandon Miller would have. The biggest question is, is, that, is do they rank him above Scoot Henderson, right? And so um, the, the thing and the, and the issues that, that lay with him are mainly on that defensive end as well. But like I said, he's not terrible defensively, but he does have those weaknesses there. And I think that the more athletic players in the NBA as well, because that he's not the jump-out-the-gym athlete, right? Brandon Miller is not the athlete that Scoot Henderson is by any stretch of the imagination, and he doesn't have that initial first step or explosiveness that a player like Scoot Henderson does. And I think because of that, you may see him struggle as a defender against the more athletic wings in the NBA, whereas he can take advantage of some of them on the other side of the ball. But he's a player that has not shown a hesitation to be aggressive on the defensive end of the ball either. He's an active defender, and he's going to go through his growing pains on that defensive side of the ball. I don't know if he ever turns into either a lockdown defender, but I do can say he could probably turn into a plus side defender with you. Longer defenders are going to are going to bother him so uh, so much. And you know, you he's coming in, he's going to be 21 years old as a rookie. So how you you rank that in your upside or downside is another thing. But overall, Brandon Miller offers a position a a, a talent for the Charlotte Hornets that you don't have to necessarily change much on your roster, right? You can bring in, slide him in and uh, he, he, it's a natural fit there, regardless of what they do with P.J. Washington or not. You can play him at the three. You can play him at the four. And I think that long term, I think he's probably going to be better at the four, depending on how his frame takes on and if he slows down much. But Brandon Miller is a player that is just absolutely a goddamn dog. And I'll excuse my French on that. Brandon Miller is a dog and a, and a, and a player that comes in. And scoring-wise, he's going to be able to drop it on so many people's heads right away that I don't know if they're going to be quite ready for, for that, he's going to be a player that, you know, he's going to go through his growing pains, but you look at him and he's going to be a scoring threat right away. Alleviate some of that, that pressure off the mellow ball and make things easier. When you have a defensive center like Mark Williams down there as well, you're not looking for much offense from him, and that, that solidifies that as well. I really like this pick potentially for the Charlotte Hornets here. Again, it really depends on what they rank in the way that, in the direction they want to go overall with their roster. But I don't think you can necessarily go wrong between Scoot Henderson or Brandon Miller. It's just whoever you see having the brighter future overall, that may be the determining factor for you there. But let me know. Number one, number two, do you go with Scoot Henderson? Do you go with Brandon Miller? Which one do you think has the more natural fit as well with LaMelo Ball and their current roster? Or do you think fit be damned? Do you go with the best talent? Let me know what you guys think on that down below. Now, the Charlotte Hornets also have pick number 27. And this is a pick that I think they can get great value out of as well when you look at some of the talent down there. And surprisingly enough, if it's surprisingly, I'm going with Brandon Miller's teammate, actually, at number 27. If they go Scoot Henderson, I'm saying that the Charlotte Hornets should absolutely take a look at Noah Clownley. This is a power forward, 6'10", 210 pounds. When you look at, if you go Scoot Henderson at number two for the Charlotte Hornets, you can bring in another forward who can be a really nice one-two punch with Mark with Mark Williams down there, and you then have your front court solidified for the next handful of years, right? He was one of the biggest heralded scouts coming out of high school and looked at as an NBA prospect overall. 6'10", mobile big, he can space the floor. It's potential to space the floor. Um, hit that 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 form on his shot. It it it, it look. There's enough that he has a good enough form, a quick enough release. He needs to get a little bit quicker that you can see him turning into a stretch big at the NBA level. But he can dribble. He can, he can operate off pick and rolls, pick and pops, right? And he gives enough activity on both sides of the ball that he can be there. He's a, he's a quick leaper as well, right? He, he projects to be a nice shot blocker. So when you look at having rim protection with him and Mark Williams down there, if you do go Scoot Henderson number two, Noah Clownley could be an absolutely great um, pickup for the Charlotte Hornets at number 27. 
he does he needs to bulk up at that next level. But as we know, everybody gets that eight to ten pound uh, increase in the NBA once you start working out with NBA, um, you know, uh, trainers and everything like that. But I think if they go Scoot Henderson number two, Noah Clownley should absolutely be that pick at number twenty seven. But on the flip side, if they go Brandon Miller at number two, I think they should look at Amari Bailey at number. 27 there when you look at this guy he can play a shooting guard or small forward I'm sorry point guard or or shooting guard at the next level he was a freshman enough upside there as well but he's a hugely athletic two-way guard and when you look at that fit next to LaMelo Ball if you decide not to go Scoot Henderson Amari Baylor Bailey can absolutely slide in and be that guard next to LaMelo Ball has some ball handling he's quick he's he's athletic and he's an intense player he is a standout defender. So when you look at the offense that LaMelo Ball brings, who's also not a slouch defensively, you can slide him in there. He, he may be projecting to be your long-term number two. Like I said, Oubre probably on his way out. Um, and so he's – but the way that I look at Amari Bailey is this. He's kind of Alice Caruso – he has the potential to have Alice Caruso-level defense with a much higher offensive ceiling than what he has. He jumps out the gym as far as athleticism. He can be a nice player that can get you out in transition, which he can start getting you out in transition with the defense that he can play, but then also finish around the rim. His three-point shooting is not a threat at all, right? He's shown that he can hit an open three, but he's not going to take anybody off the dribble, and you may have to build up that confidence in that three-point shot. But I tell you what, you get him and LaMelo Ball out in transition, and then again, because I'm saying they should pick him if they pick Brandon Miller, another player who's good out in transition, I tell you what, that can be a killer combo for any team. And when you look at the intelligence that he plays with as well, very high IQ player that while being picked later and projected later in the first round of this draft, you can see him being a long-term pro at the NBA level just with his athleticism, his defense, and his IQ. That offensive game, like I said, I think he has a high offensive ceiling, not like 20-point-per-game offensive ceiling, but when you look at the level of defense that he can bring, even if he ends up averaging 12 to 14 points per game offensively with that level of defense that he can bring, that's a player that can fit in on any NBA roster. And I really like the, the, the potential of Amari Bailey being the picker at number 27 if they end up going Brandon Miller at number two. But that's kind of my thoughts. I know that they also have second-round picks, but I, with, with, the, with the focus that they have here, I'm going to focus on those on those first two those two first round picks that they have I also kind of think that they're going to move off those second round picks I think they're going to sell at least one of them but I could be wrong on that and we'll see what they end up doing but let me know what do you guys think about Brandon Miller Scoot Henderson and then as well as Noah Clownley and Amari Bailey for the Charlotte Hornets but that's my time for today make sure you're following the show at NBA Central Pod on every social media platform you can also send us any feedback questions comments concerns NBA Central Show at gmail.com and then lastly if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail the number to do so 773-270-2799 we are the number one spot for everything basketball related and we'll see you guys next time I feel like dropping a video probably tomorrow peace y'all This has been a presentation of the Break Break Community.